Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla, and today I'm really excited because I'm interviewing a friend of mine named Elena, and she is going to share her story of how she got into spirituality. We're going to chat about the energy of the moon, and we're going to just be having a really holistic conversation. And she's also the co-founder of her business, Holistic Planner, and we're going to talk about that as well. So Elena, I'm really excited to have you here and to have this conversation. I feel like the energy is so good. You know, we started chatting before we hit record. So if you just want to share a bit about yourself, and then we're just going to go with the flow. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I was super excited. Um, I was, I've been so excited for this that I actually messaged Kayla last week saying, Hey, I'm really excited for our podcast interview tomorrow. And it ended up being like the week after. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's me on a regular basis. I'm 27 right now. Um, growing up, I had always been like super self-conscious of my body, how I looked. I was a little bit chubbier and taller than all my friends. And I had this like super crazy, curly, frizzy hair. I also have ketosis polaris, which is like the chicken skin kind of thing on your arms, like the little red bumps and stuff. So it was just like, I know I was at a really young age. I noticed that I was a little bit different. Like I looked, I was comparing like myself to other people at a very young age, basically. Um, And I just never really like felt great about myself growing up. And I think my lack of confidence held me back from really being me. And I was always like, really quiet and more reserved. Um, I didn't really like attention on me at all. My older sister has always been the more like outgoing one who did whatever she wanted. She caused a little bit of mischief. And so I felt like because I was like the quiet one, I was portrayed as being held against this image of like, quote unquote, the good one out of the two of us. So I always kind of just felt like I didn't want to disappoint people because then they would think of me differently. So I just tried to obtain this image that I sort of grew into and I didn't really come out of my shell until the end of high school and since I always felt more self-conscious I had this huge interest in the beauty industry. I always styled my hair and I did my makeup and I just enjoyed those things because it made me feel really good about myself. Um, So I ended up going to hair school and I became certified in makeup waxing, nails, and hair, which is mainly what I practice and I have a license for. Those hairstylists, I was a hairstylist for eight years. I absolutely loved it and I was really good at it. I felt super confident in it, but the reason, and the reason I felt like I loved it, but I just didn't really know at the time was that I had so many outlets to unleash my suppressed emotions and energy And I also felt so fulfilled when my clients felt transformed. And the best experience in being a hairstylist is when, or anybody in the beauty industry, I'm sure, is when you have someone in front of you who is self-conscious and quiet and shy like I was growing up. And they just leave feeling like a whole new person at the end of the appointment. Like you just have this whole new outer image that just makes you feel so much better on the inside. And... I just became so filled with gratitude because I was the person that was able to make somebody feel this way. I was the person that helped someone see um, like the self-love in themselves and um, that they have like that little bit of a spark in them and a little bit of light in them. And it just made me feel really good. And being that person who was, un- who was able to unleash suppressed emotions in someone else 
it um, in just like a matter of a few hours too, right? Um, it just made me feel like that was what I was meant to do. And I felt like I was meant to remind people of the hidden love for themselves and their power and their connection to their body and their soul. So back in 2015 to 2016, I was going through my own physical journey and I got into a routine of working out and eating really well. Um, I got into the best shape of my life at that point and I just fully embraced the feeling of being confident because I was I think it was the first time in my life where I felt super confident. Um, I was confident in my job. I was confident in how I looked, how I felt. I was just in a really good place physically, mentally, and financially. Um, But it became a point where I felt like I was outgrowing my comfort zone. So I was in this like comfort zone and I just felt like I needed a little bit more. I found this light and within myself that showed me a different view on my life and gave me a different perspective on myself. And I just felt so comfortable in my life that it made me want to share my experience and help other people who were struggling with confidence and self-love like I did. Um, I felt like I felt this need to share this in a bigger way aside from just changing someone's appearance. I wanted to show people that this light that I found within myself, that they have one too. I wanted them to, I wanted to help someone be able to see that light within themselves. I decided to retire my career as a hairstylist to seek this kind of fulfillment from doing something a little bit bigger. And my sister was on a similar journey as me After many attempts and evolutions, we combined our experiences and lessons and created our business that we have right now, The Holistic Planner. But during this time of developing our business, I started losing that light. I started, my light within myself started to dim a little bit. I started getting like super stressed out. I willingly left my comfort zone and got super uncomfortable very quickly. And I was mentally, physically, and financially struggling. I left my secure and fulfilling job to work, multiple retail jobs. And I strongly disliked them. (laughs) It wasn't, wasn't fun. I just felt super lost. And I ended up going back to school two years ago. I just finished, I graduated last year for web design. And I only wanted to do web design to help build my business. Like I wanted to use it within our business and do all like the back end stuff for ourselves. It was also just more of like a a time filler for me because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I I was meant for something bigger, but I just couldn't find that direction yet. So I graduated for web design. But the one thing that I learned from feeling this discomfort was who I was. And I was finally able to find my voice and I was finally able to figure out who I wanted to be as a person. And I learned that I could finally leave this image of that quiet and shy girl and fully be myself. I spent more time by myself. I found more of a spiritual belief and I was able to listen to my own thoughts and my own emotions. So once again, I was brought back to this need to share my experience and I needed to show people that with discomfort comes growth 
and that it's okay to be yourself and not care what others think of you. With Holistic Planner, we provide the educational resources needed to grow personally and financially and just have this overall holistic view of your well-being and your life. So we, we do that through three pillars, which are a physical, spiritual, and financial education. And our services are available to anyone, but we gear a lot towards entrepreneurs because we know how the struggle of building a business is and how leaving your comfort zone of feeling so secure is so terrifying. We wanted to help keep that light shining within people while going through these steps and running your own business because as you know, as an entrepreneur and having your own business, it's so hard to lose yourself. And just like I did, it's so hard to lose that light and become so overwhelmed so quickly. So we really wanted to help people in that way. And we, we found, we also found another community called it the Creatrix Circle, which is what I was telling you about earlier. And we use it as an open floor for people who are starting that journey of discovery. It's just a judgment-free zone where we're able to be vulnerable and open and share these experiences with each other because I think that's the best way to learn, right? Our focus is mainly around education on divine feminine energy to eliminate the stigma around vulnerability for both men and women. So what we're trying to do is use our experiences and journeys to guide others along their journeys. And we want to encourage people to feel comfortable exploring their true feelings and doing what they desire instead of living up to expectations of society and others around them. Because we both felt like we were put into this box at such a young age that it was so hard to be able to find yourself and truly feel like what it is that you want to do with your life, truly feel like your purpose, who you are. So I found those through my journey and through spirituality. I kind of I started dabbling within a few different areas of spirituality and found my connection to myself, which is unique to me. And that's what I'm trying to share with other people is that you can find that by just like being by yourself, like how I was. I was going through like a really low time and I was just by myself a lot and I was able to connect to myself. So I really love and appreciate that story because you really did paint a picture of your journey and just this, this journey of self-discovery. And I thought it was really cool how you shared about, you know, when you were a hairstylist and into the beauty industry and whatnot, and just the impact, like you really love and fed off of allowing other people to feel beautiful and come out of their shell and how satisfying that was for you. And I was like, that's so cool because obviously I've never been, I've never been someone that works in the beauty industry where I did hair or nails or anything like that, but I've obviously been a consumer and it's true. Like I would love to go. I mean, I do love to go and like get my nails done or get my hair done and just that there, there is like this amazing satisfaction. So in through all of this sharing that you did, I can really hear your commitment of wanting to help people like holistically reconnect with themselves and really trust themselves and just have that security because when we're when we're off trying to like literally trying to figure our shit out it's like it can be really lonesome you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and really frustrating and just really scary and I was just like nodding away when you're talking about having that security as an entrepreneur because I feel like in the corporate world 
you know, you've got your job and you go, you go to work and you have benefits and you're going to get paid every two weeks. Like there is that security there. And then we get comfortable. Whereas as an entrepreneur, like there's just so much more fluidity. And I think it's really mm-hmm. good to normalize that fluidity because you can still be very successful as an entrepreneur, even if there's things that are volatile or fluid in your, in your career. So mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that you just through, like, it's like the last 10, 15 years have just been this, this unfolding of your life of like wanting to just share your experience. I'm really excited that you and your sister started this company. I think that's so cool. We started this Thank business you. together. Yeah. That's so exciting. And we, we talked a little bit about spirituality as well in there. So really appreciate you sharing that story. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I just thought that, you know, I, I no longer wanted to be in that box of going to work at a job that I didn't like just because it was secure and comfortable. You know what I mean? So I, and I know a lot of people feel that way too, but they're just, like I said, it's scary. It's scary to just jump into something different. It's scary to explore yourself. It's scary to explore things that you like because it's unfamiliar, right? So we just try to bring the familiarity, familiarity, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) We try to bring that within like back to people so that they have that comfort and they know that they're supported from somebody while they're on their, on that journey. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. And it's funny because I'm, I'm in the process of going full-time in my business and I just have this very deep knowing that it's happening like in the next three months. And I, I just, I kind of got to the point where I had this sort of realization. It was like this voice in my head recently that was like, okay, Kayla, here's your choice. You either continue to sit in the discomfort of not fully enjoying your nine to five where you like, you just are drained by it because it's not lighting you up. There's nothing wrong with the company. It's amazing, but it's just not my jam, like straight Mm -hmm. up my jam. Or you can deal with the uncomfortability of taking a risk and actually going fully into your business and just having it work and trusting yourself. And I was like, okay, both options are uncomfortable but which one ultimately is going to reap the most benefits? And it's just a fucking no brainer to just go into my business. Right. So there's been a lot of unfolding and just really, really putting myself out there recently. And I'm like that, that's kind of what it comes down to is I think when it comes to being an entrepreneur and taking that plunge and leaving that security of, you know, the nine to five and the benefits and all the bells and whistles is what will happen for every single person is that you're going to hit a threshold. Mm-hmm. And I call this the threshold, the bullshit threshold where you're like, okay, I'm done with the bullshit that no longer serves me. And you, you kind of get forced in a, in a positive way to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So I feel like your business is right there at the cusp of like, Hey, you're pivoting. Here we go. How, here's how you're going to be supported. So I think that's mm-hmm. so cool that you're doing this. Yeah. I found a lot of support from spirituality. Like I, I was so anxious. I was actually following somebody on Instagram and she kept bringing up this book. And this book is like, it's filled with, it's a daily devotional. So there's something every single day. It's called Jesus Calling. But I always tell people that you don't need to be, you don't need to believe in anybody. You don't need to believe in any certain religion to read this book because it's just, the way that I look at it is, it's a guide from the universe 
whatever or whoever you believe in. And once I started reading this every single day, I was journaling about it. And there was always something that resonated with me every single day and just made me feel like, okay, the universe has my back. I have zero worries. Like I do not need to worry about anything because, and that's when, that's when my spiritual journey started to unfold for me is because reading this book, I was just opening my mind. It was like a a little bit of a, a door opener, I guess, for me to explore other things. But yeah, every time I would read it, I'd be like, okay, something is supporting me. I do not have to worry about anything. And this is exactly where I need to be right now for me in my life. Like this is my, this whole journey is true just for me. It's unique to my experience. And I think a lot of people need to experience that. They need to have some type of a comfort from an outside source. They need to connect to themselves, to the universe, because I truly 100% believe that once you do that, your whole life shifts. Everything just shifts. And if you are worried about jumping into your business or starting a new job somewhere else or starting, I don't know, moving somewhere different, you don't have that anxiety because you know that that is for you in that moment. And you know that nothing's going to happen. Nothing bad is going to happen because anything that you don't plan, that is unplanned for you, that you might have thought of being an inconvenience, it's actually put there for you to learn from. So that, that was my biggest takeaway from my spiritual journey too, is knowing that even on the bad days, something is always helping me. There's always a reason for those bad days. There's always a reason for whatever I'm anxious about. There's a reason why I'm anxious. And it's just, you know, bringing your attention to that certain thing um, just so you can understand it better, understand yourself better. So that's kind of, that's what kept me afloat during all of this and keeping me sane. <laughs> yes, I love that you brought that up because it made me think of a book that I read last year. It's called It's Not Your Money by Tasha Silver. I don't know okay. if you've heard of it, but it's a really good book. And it's funny because I bought it, I started reading it, and it was actually quite religious in the sense that there was like prayers in the book. They totally referred to God. And I was like, okay, because I'm not somebody that I follow a specific religion. Like we talked about this before we hit record, but I consider myself a spiritual person, mm-hmm. being that I just, it's more like universal energy that I believe yeah. in. And this book, again, it was so interesting because I read it. And I had to release my judgment about the word God coming up a lot. And I just replaced that word with universe. And then it resonated with me and it felt warm and comforting and also like familiar. And it was interesting because the main message from that book, when it says like, it's not your money, this is why it like drew me in. I was like, what do you mean? It's not my money. Like, this is why I picked the book up, but I started reading it. And the, the really big message behind it all is that nothing ultimately belongs to us and we we do this thing as human beings where we take things personally you know we have a bad day we take it personally we somebody says something that offends us we take it personally like we just take everything personally and we take the burden right and and so the message of the book was really like surrendering over to the universe, to God, for example, like literally what it would say in the book is just surrendering that over. And that it's, it's not, it's not yours. And mm-hmm. realize that 
when you realize that nothing is yours, I mean, there's two things that can happen. One, there could be a major bout of anxiety, like, oh my God, who the fuck am I? Like, I have nothing. Like, I am no one. It's just empty, right? Or it gets to be, there's this level of freedom because there's this sense of detachment. And when we're detached and we're not holding on to something, that's ultimately when we have the most space to see things differently. Yeah, I experienced both those things. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. And so I really recommend reading this book. We'll include this in the show notes, both of the books that we've mentioned so far. But I just thought, you know, because you and I were talking about spirituality before we hit record and then also religion. And and I know that um, you're going to share your perspective on that as well. I definitely want you to to share about that. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's really cool that we're we're bringing in these, these ideas of just it's just, that's why personal growth and development is just exploding right now because it really gives you, it's an outlet to, Mm -hmm. to gain like knowledge, but to be able to just shuffle around how you see and think about yourself and your life and what you think is possible. Because if we only just went on autopilot and tried to figure out our shit in our own head, there would be nothing new to shift or change. It would just be like the same thing, like same record over and over again. Right. So I would love if you can share, you know, your view on spirituality and we'll just dive in a little bit deeper into this. I kind of mentioned this to you before. So I found a common denominator between the fluidity of spirituality and the structure of religion. And in my perspective, the one thing that they both have in common is feeling loved and just expressing love, whether it like within religions there's obviously different gods different beliefs and they can kind of go off into some crazy directions like i grew up catholic i was i went to catholic schools my whole family is they're all catholic but i never i was never like a practicing catholic i i went to catholic schools but we never went to like church regularly we went there on like special occasions like if someone was getting baptized or there was a you know communion or a wedding or something we never actually went to church every single week so I never really considered myself a practicing Catholic but I always had a connection to God and I kind of shifted my perspective a little bit I came out of the Catholic beliefs I don't really identify myself as Catholic anymore but I I had my I've always had like my own connection to God and I now kind of refer to God as the source because because of how my perspective shifted so the way I kind of see it is I also read another book too that I'll talk about after but (laughs) the way I see it is like God or the source is this it's an energy right I don't refer I don't think of God as like one person who's just like chilling up in the sky or whatever I refer to God or the source the creator whoever you want to believe in or whatever you want to call them I refer to it as an energy source and the way I think of it is there, it was, there's a creation source, right? There's just like the way that, the way that everything was created in my mind just comes from one type of energy and we hold that energy within ourselves. Like I, I truly believe we have, we are created from that energy. And I feel like that energy along with the, and I feel like it's a masculine energy and I feel like it's combined with a feminine energy, which is the energy of the earth which is what I refer to as like mother goddess or mother earth or something, right? That's the the, like feminine energy to me. So the way that I, my perspective is on spirituality is 
I need a, you need a balance of both. You need a balance of the masculine and you need a balance of the feminine. You have to have, there's certain traits that go along with like both types of energies that everybody harnesses, right? Everybody has these two energies within themselves and that's what, that's what makes our soul. That's what we're made of. And I truly believe that we are just spiritual beings living a human experience. And that's why it's so important for people to put into perspective that doesn't matter what religion you are coming from. The common factor is that we are all love. Like we are all this, this energy. I think of it as a light. We are, that's what I was talking about in my story, right? I kind of found my own light. I found my, my soul, my spirit, my connection to myself and to my spirituality and the source and mother goddess and mother nature. That was, that's just me. That's my, that's my spirit that I, that I connected to. Those are the two, those, that's how I kind of think of it. Spirituality and religion kind of focus on love. Like I said, it doesn't matter who you believe in or what these other, what religions are more structured. If you want to have a more structured view on life, that's fine. But personally, my, my perspective shifted from that structured view of Catholicism because I just found more fulfillment and it made more sense to me to be able to think of everybody as equal. And right, if you think of everybody as this like ball of energy or this light, we don't look different. We look the same. We like we are here for the same purpose. We're here to just share our light. So that's kind of that was my perspective on spirituality versus religion. It's all just for me. It just comes down to like love. Like the for it, I talked about this in one of my podcast episodes. I cannot wrap my head around the fact that everything is so divided. Like there's no reason for anything to be divided. And I just, I genuinely don't understand why we have different religions because to me, it's just, it's a division between us, right? It's a division between like what we look like and what we believe in. And I just looking at my, my from my perspective, looking at everybody as equals, I'm just, I don't know why we have such crazy divisions, but that's kind of, yeah, I just think of everything as a, like based on love. I love what you shared in the sense that it, it does come down to that. You know, when we look at even in manifestation terms and like you said, religion, spirituality, like it really does come down to this deep sense of gratitude and love, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really interesting perspective that you shared, you know, having different religions and how they do cause different divides and I totally get that I also think ultimately what would be like the next level to think is that there are people who are genuinely connected with their religion right different cultures different religions and that works for them I think that the divide happens when people reject each other's religions and each other's beliefs Mm -hmm. right but allowing you know if people really considered being inclusive and just allowing people like okay they're into christianity they're into catholicism they're into you know muslim like whatever it is if they just allow them to be then that's ultimately how we can actually all be interconnected like uniquely because even though like you shared this concept of us all being energy we're all energetically going to have our own imprint and our own our own story of from like previous lives like I really believe in that you know I just think there's no way like sometimes the way that I feel 
as a human being at 31 years old, I'm just like, there's no way that I've only been like, I've only existed for 31 years. Mm -hmm. I just, it just doesn't, I mean, that's a long time, but at the same time, I'm like, it just, there's feels like there's just something that goes so much farther back. And I feel like the older I get is the more I'm discovering that it's like the older I get, the, the farther back I go from previous lives or just something like just the wisdom just doesn't make sense to me to have in just 31 years. And I yes. think that when I just recorded a podcast episode actually on, you know, the power of experience and how we think our value comes from the experience that we have in life, you know, Oh, I've gone to school for this. I've gotten this grade. And, and this suddenly, you know, the quote experience you have declares your value and that, you know, what you get to do with your life, if you're going to grow business or if you're, you know, experienced enough to have the kind of relationship you want. But the thing is ultimately each of our own experience is so unique that it doesn't even make sense to say this person is better than this person because they have more experience. Like, mm -hmm. The thing is, like, ultimately, when we come together, I share my experience with you, you share your experience with me, then that's ultimately what's going to benefit us the most, right? So when yes. it comes to, like, religion and spirituality, like, I really feel like when people can coexist, no matter what you're believing, like, that is ultimately when everybody gets to win. Yes. I'm sorry if I offended anybody in what I said. No, that's, I, I think that's where my train of thought was supposed to go. And I said, I lost my train of thought. That's kind of where I was going with it. And I totally agree with you, especially on like the past life thing. And I actually believe that we all have a karmic cycle you know, we all have like, we're supposed to experience whatever we're supposed to experience right now and it's meant like I said it's meant for us right it's meant like you said uniquely for us we're all on our own unique journey I 100% agree with that yes I actually like it's funny that you kind of brought that up I was talking to my boyfriend yesterday and the other day I found like a little grub or a slug or something on the ground and it was just like slowly moving across the sidewalk and like oh I want to help it because I don't want someone to step on it so I kind of like pushed it over to the side and my boyfriend was like, what if you just like messed up his whole life? What if you just messed up his whole plan? Maybe he wasn't trying to go over to like the grass. Maybe he was trying to do something else and he just messed it up. And I was like, you're right. Maybe I messed up his karmic cycle and now he can't fulfill something that he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> and that's oh, how I think of like, that's how I think of us too. Like we're here to do something and we all have our own um, like reasons for it because it depends on, you know, your soul. It depends on what you're, per like, what you're supposed to be here doing, what you're supposed to be on earth doing, right? And I, like you said, you have so much, like, wisdom that you don't feel like it should be, you don't, you don't feel like you should be just 31, right? Because you feel like you've lived so much longer. That's how I feel, too. But that's kind of, like, what I thought of, <laughs> what I thought of just now, too. Oh I messed God. up a little slug's karmic cycle. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, but that's so, it's true though, because every moment, every decision, every thought that we make is constantly creating our current reality and will affect our future. Yeah. Right? Like any, like an idea, like literally there could be an idea that comes to us in the next 10 minutes, just out of thin air that could actually completely change the trajectory of our own business or our own views about, you know, humanity or whatever. Like it's, I think that these subtleties are so underestimated and people just focus so much on quantum leaps and big action and they don't realize the small little things. Like, like the crazy thing is, 
our I feel like our conversation is so like deep and existential but literally every breath that we're taking in this conversation is contributing to us being able to speak and create this conversation yes like how significant every moment of life is oh my god I've never thought that in depth in my life that's like the craziest shit I've ever said but (laughs) that that's like how I feel I just think and I and the other thing too is that I think people who are just getting into spirituality and really shifting their thinking and paying attention to energy and so on what I what I realized recently was it, it almost seems like the corporate world of having to do something and get somewhere shows up in the personal development world of like, I need to fix or change and be a certain way and figure out all my shit. And then I'll be like enlightened. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. What I've noticed is through doing a lot of my own personal growth and development over the last seven years is that I've gotten to a point now where I just feel like it's a, it's a very deep inner knowing, like you're sharing, like getting connected with your inner light, like really, really deeply trusting yourself trusting where you're at in your life and just really essentially feeling like you're unfuckwithable mm-hmm. like you're just it's just this very deep inner knowing and it's like nothing yeah. else matters like what other people think about you or say about you like it doesn't matter and yeah there's moments where I definitely have moments where I'm like okay these people are judging me about my business or I just said this or I just did that and, but then it just kind of like goes away because of the depth of the inner work that's been done and I think like that's like a really big hint for people listening if you're like well how do I get to this point it's like you'll you're just gonna know yeah you're gonna know when you've really deeply connected with yourself because you're gonna feel like unfuckwithable it's just like it's just like water down your back and then if you fall out of that you realize you're out of it and you, you get back in you meditate you journal you have a conversation with somebody who's like on the same level as you like mentally and emotionally and you just get back to that like core of being connected with yourself. And I'm really like getting that from your sharing today, like really realizing that you've discovered that for yourself and like you're going like deep into that. Yeah. Well, I I mentioned another book that I that I read and this is kind of where it led me to. It led me to this discovery of like, oh yeah, who cares what I what other people think as long as I'm connected and true to myself, going back to um like what we just talked about it doesn't matter what people think because you're on your own journey. You are the only person that is a, that can affect your outcome. You're the only person that can stand in your own way. Nobody else should be standing in your way because if you are open and connected to yourself, then you'll be able to do, you'll be able to like get that download and stick with that intuition, that intuitive feeling of this is what I need to do. No matter what other people say, and you're just going to do it because that's what's meant for you. And that's the path that you're on, right? The book that I read, I don't know if you're into this, but the book that I read, <laughs> it's called Witch. And this kind of led me to why I wanted to start the Creatrix Circle. Because this book called Witch, it opened my perspective even more to the stigmas around, around feminine energy. Because... There is a stigma around the word witch where people associate witch with something negative or something dark, right? When in reality, all, all it is, all the word is, is somebody who is declaring their power, right? It's declaring that power of like, I am me. I know who I am. I'm connected to myself. 
and nobody can tell me any different because nobody else's opinion matters for me. And it really, once you have that self-discovery, it gives you those powers. It gives you the power of intuition and it gives you the power of vulnerability and it gives you the power of being able to connect to the source or to mother nature. It's very, because it's a feminine, um, it was more, the book was more centered around feminine energy. So it really did connect me more to um, the moon and the moon cycles and understanding the moon cycles and menstrual cycles. And I'm just like reading this book. I was just so blown away because there's so much shit in this book that I was not taught at all. And there's so much about even like a woman's body, like the menstrual cycle that we have not been taught in school. At least I wasn't taught in school. I don't know about, I don't know like about anybody else, but I wasn't taught some of this stuff in school. And it's just like, why don't I know this about my own body? And then I followed another like rabbit hole and led me to some other people that were doing more research on this kind of stuff. And that's, that's kind of where I'm going with um, our business too, is I'm trying to stay more with like the feminine energies and connections to the cycles of the world. So the cycles of like nature and the cycles of the moon and cycles of being a woman, like those kinds of things. Right. And yeah, that's, I'm kind of rambling now, but that's where this book led me to was just the reclaiming the power of being a woman and being me, just being myself. Right. I love that you brought this up because before, before we hit record, I was sharing with Elena, the, this, this program I just signed up for, it's called Creating on Purpose and it's being led by my friend Molly. I'll actually include this in the show notes as well. I just signed up with it and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, like I signed up for this program because it is a, it's a month long program to really learn about the cycles of the moon and the energy of the moon. And then also tuning into the mental cycle as well. And so I'm really curious about that aspect of the mental cycle, because like you said, for example, in school, it was like, okay, so every woman's body, you're going to go through this 28 day to 30 day cycle. And then you're going to bleed for like three to 10 days. And then, you know, you can use pads and tampons and you're probably going to have PMS and cravings and you might notice that you're irritable. Like it just sounded fucking shitty. Yeah. (laughs) Like straight up. And a lot of women, they really, they really get hit hard. There's things like endometriosis and you know, I don't even know, like just other fibroids, like there's so much that can come up and just mess with the cycle of bleeding every month. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I just thought this was so interesting because as a woman, actually, if you think of mother nature, there's seasons, we go through seasons, literally spring, fall, summer, winter, like it just cycles, right? There's a cycle there. We have cycles of the years. We have a cycle in the day, the sun and the moon and like what time those travel around. There's a cycle of the moon of like going through the different cycles, like, you know, the crescent, full moon, new moon, so on. And then there is, as a woman, there's the cycles of hormones that we experience and then like bleeding and that whole cycle. Like there's so many cycles Mm -hmm. as a human being that we experience. And so we were chatting a bit about the energy of the moon before we hit record, but I would love if you could share more about the influences of the moon because the moon energy is associated with the feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's so beautiful. And I'm really excited to do this, this course and to dive into it. And I think, I, I think it'd be cool to just chat about this a little bit more because I've never really talked about the moon 
on my podcast channel. So this would be really cool to share right now. Mm-hmm. But I have done some research. I have a lot of friends who are more on the astrolo- astrology side. So they kind of, they kind of help me understand a little bit better. But essentially, like, for instance, right now we were in a new moon. We just hit a new moon. I smiled really big when you started talking about the seasons and stuff because I mentioned I mentioned to Kayla before we started that I did a presentation last night in my creatrix circle about exactly this. And I started it off with saying that we have so many cycles in life. And the one thing that I used was the cycle of the seasons, the cycle of seasons and the cycle of nature and how everything has a purpose. The leaves on the trees, for instance, they, you know, they grow, they maybe the tree fruits, and then as seasons change, the leaves start to change and they fall, and then they serve a purpose on the ground. And the purpose on the ground is to, you know, compost, sorry, yeah, com- become a compost for like the, the grass and then the animals and bugs and stuff eat the grass and it goes in through a big cycle that way, right? So it's kind of why I, I smile at that because I was like, I'm, I feel really connected right now. <laughs> feel really connected to that. But yeah, new moon, which is what we are in right now. And it's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's the new, it's the, the first moon of the new, the new phase, right? So then it's going to lead into the other phases. I started following this girl, jumping back to menstrual cycles. I started following this girl because she was so interesting to me. Her name is Monica Yates, and she's the one that connects the menstrual cycle to the moon cycle, and that's what kind of got me interested in it. I'm like, why don't I know this stuff? And as I started becoming more familiar with moon cycles, I noticed that my period was syncing up to the moons. Like I noticed that I started syncing up to the full moon and the new moon, which was so cool. And apparently that's how people used to do it back in the day, right? They had like the wheel of the year, right? And on the wheel of the year, you can, if you have a wheel of the year and like a menstrual cycle wheel and like the moon cycle wheel, it literally all lines up so perfectly. Like everything is just lined up so perfectly that it just blew my mind. Yeah. So new moon is basically the start, the starting of the new cycle of the moon phases. So you go from new moon to like waxing all the way to warning crescent. But yeah, I have also information on how your, your menstrual cycle affects you in different phases. So there's, which again, this is something that like I didn't really learn. I didn't, I wasn't really, I guess, paying attention in health class or something. I don't know. But when you go through your different phases of your menstrual cycle, it affects you in totally different ways. Just like the moon affects you in totally different ways. Like the new moon is basically a sign of a new beginning, right? Because it's it's a start of a new phase. So essentially what you're supposed to do with new moon energy is to get rid of things that are no longer serving you and welcome new things. And it's basically a super strong portal to manifesting energy, right? Like that's where you set all of your intentions for this new cycle and you welcome new beginnings and new, new cycles, new ventures and stuff like that, right? You're welcoming new things into your life, getting rid of the old, welcoming the new. And that's kind of what, if you just think of a cycle, that's what it does, right? And any kind of cycle, moon cycle, your menstrual cycle, it's just, it's, replenishing something and giving you something new right but there's different types of 
in the different phases, they affect you in different ways. So like the first phase of your period, for instance, your estrogen is starting to rise. And as you head into ovulation, and if you, once you're in ovulation, it's like your body knows that you're ovulating. So you start to feel like the top shit. You start to feel really good about yourself because your body's like, we need to make a baby because we're ovulating. So you start to feel different, right? You feel really good about yourself. Like your boobs start getting bigger and like, you're just, usually I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm not like super bloated when I'm ovulating. Yeah. Because you know, you want your body's like, oh, we need to look good. You need to like feel good. We're going to make you, we're going to give you all this energy. So you have stuff to do and you can like go make a baby, like just stuff like that. It's, it is how your body's responding to these different phases because it's just like the natural cycle of life. Right. So what I like to do, like last night, I, for this new moon, I did some moon water and I also, I wrote out my, like what I wanted to release and then what I wanted to manifest and I put it with my moon water and I set my jar out on my windowsill and then the moon like charges the water with the intentions, right? Have you ever done moon water? No. Really? <laughs> you're, you're like talking about this and my jaw's like slowly dropping. I'm like, no, I've never done that. I just leave my oh. freaking crystals by the window and like pray for the best. <laughs> okay, well, I can tell you about moon water. So you can do it through any phase of the moon because like I said, different phases have different meanings. So I normally do it with a new moon or a full moon just because they're more intense. The energy's a little bit stronger. So with the new moon, I like to write down things that are no longer serving me and either take that paper and rip it up afterwards or burn it. You can safely burn it. And then I wrote down um, things that I want to manifest for this new cycle, right? Because we're in a new moon, we're in a new cycle. So I wrote down things that I wanted to manifest for this new cycle and I attach it to my jar or you can just have it like sit under the jar and I put it outside. And the moon will charge the water with the new energy. And then you can use that water whenever you want. You can drink it if you'd like, or you can bathe with it. And it just sort of cleanses you and sets, it gives you, it almost like replenishes that energy within you, right? You're giving, you're taking this water that has these intentions that's charged by this new moon energy and you're pouring it onto yourself. You can also use it to like mop your floors if you want and just like cleanse your house, right? You can put it like in your coffee maker in the morning and then set your, set your intention with your coffee. What I like to do with my coffee too is every time I, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but I like to set an intention when I put, when I make my coffee. So anytime I put like a creamer or something in my coffee, I stir it. I stir it three times clockwise and I say three things that I want to manifest. And if you turn it counterclockwise, it's something that you want to release that you need to let go of. So that's kind of like some little, almost like witchcraft tips that I picked up from that book, which that I was reading. And that's why I really loved it too, is because it's connecting me to like those small things, because it's not even like going back to like the stigma around the word witch. It's just the, the power of the intention, right? It's the power of the intention and you get that and you're connected to that intention by being connected to yourself. So having something as simple as just stirring my coffee in the morning and setting an intention for my day. Like that's so powerful. Or even just like 
doing little sprinkles of thank you on something, right? Just saying thank you to your coffee or thank you to your food that you're about to eat. That's considered witchcraft. I'm air quoting witchcraft, but it's really just setting an intention for yourself. And that's kind of what, that's what I love about doing like moon rituals is because it's so powerful, just setting an intention. Even if, like I said, you don't really believe in something, as long as you have that intention behind it, you don't need to like believe in some type of anything if you have an intention behind it, right? Yeah, that's that's what I like to do with new moons and full moons is have the moon water going because I think it's super powerful. <laughs> I've never heard of this and okay. I love it. Okay. Because even, even when you shared about the, the moon water, I was like, oh yeah, you'd like drink it. And then you're like, put it in your coffee, have a bath, like wash your floors. Like you're saying all these things. I should give it to my cats and see what happens. But like, yeah. you know what I mean? I just thought that's so interesting. Like I am really curious to intentionally do that. And then I was smiling because I do make myself you know, a little latte in the morning. And it's like, I love doing that in the morning. That's like such a precious little routine. And just to spice it up by adding intentions into what I'm drinking. Mm -hmm. Like, Imagine, I think next time I'm just going to leave the water out. I'm going to create the the latte with the water and then set the intentions in the water and then drink it. Yeah. That's going to be like such a solid routine. So I really, I really, really love that you shared that. And it probably seems, it's funny. I love getting people on here and them sharing their rituals. Like I, I did a podcast episode with a gal named Vivian and she was sharing, she's like, I'm not really big into meditation and stuff, but what I do love doing is like, I have an altar and I love like rituals. And I was like, oh, and so she's sharing how, you know, she adds things to her altars. Like she said, one day she was out and she picked up a feather and she just felt the urge to bring it home and put it onto her, her altar and just like, that's where she does her, her inner work is in front of this mm-hmm. altar and it has crystals and sage and so on. And I was like, I don't have an altar. Like that's so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I love yeah. it when people come on and they share the things that they do because it may seem, you know, no, I don't like normal. I don't mean normal as in like, no, not weird, but just like a regular thing where it's actually quite unique. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I'm going to try some things and I'm sure the listeners are going to try it too. Cause like, it's so easy. Right. There's another thing you can try. Anybody can try this and it has the same effect and you can set the same intentions this way. So what I like to do sometimes, especially if I'm feeling kind of like low on energy and I'm feeling like I have, I'm stuck in like a sour mood or stuck in a negative headspace, go and have a shower and you can set the same intentions with your shower. So the water from the shower is basically cleansing away. I think of it as cleansing away all that negative energy. You're putting all of your energy into the first rinse of this of your shower, right? You're putting all your negative energy into this first rinse and you're imagining it just being washed away and going down the drain. And then what I like to do, um, I actually do that with soap too. So if I'm like, once I'm like washing my body or even my hair with shampoo, I usually use this some type of a cleanser or a soap to um, get rid of like those negative intentions or negative energies and like negative feelings, whatever it is that I need to get rid of. I put all that energy into the cleansing part. So either my hair or my body or whatever, and then using the rinsing part to watch it all go down the drain and watch all my worries go away. And then if I'm still, if I'm washing my hair, I use the conditioner as like putting in new intentions, like setting in new intentions, bringing in affirmations, like I'm 
putting it in my hair. I'm like, oh, I'm so beautiful <laughs> or something like that, right? You just set like a nice intention or like, I'm happy, I'm, um, I'm abundant. And, you know, you're just putting it into your hair and then rinsing it away and just having that last rinse just really walk in those um, positive affirmations and positive intentions. Same thing with like the rinsing cycle and stuff. So it's kind of, that was another ritual that I like to do too. Yes. I love that you share that because literally, you know, anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I knew someone who shared with me that whenever they experience negative emotions or like guilt or something, they always have this urge to like wash their hands. Like they go, they'll wash their hands uh-huh. or they'll like want to wash their face. Like water is actually so healing. Cause if you think about it, like water is a home with within an ocean like the ocean is a home to nature right mm-hmm. water nourishes the plants like it keeps our earth you know for lack of a better word moist to just to thrive and go through its cycles and so water is so healing and people don't realize that and we have to drink water as human beings like drinking a certain amount of water most of our bodies made up of water right so I think that that's something that's totally underestimated and I, I really love what you just shared like I'm actually so inspired by it like the moon rituals and just using the shower to to cleanse ourselves like literally and like figuratively you know yes so, yeah and and I think something that you really emphasized in our conversation today was the power of intention and knowing like what's best for you and I really love that you did talk about this book which and just shared about the stigma around which because obviously that is just old paradigms like you know burning witches on the cross and that all that stuff is just that's just old right and now it's like this new age perspective is intentions because if you think about it like witchcraft yes okay I'm sure I don't know anything about about it really but my basic knowledge is like there's you know, bad witches and then good witches. But ultimately, if you go to like a very bird's eye view, it really does come down to intentions. Yeah. Any spells or potions or routines or rituals that they're doing, it's all about intentions. And those intentions are literally what allow them to have magic to create what it is that they want. So as a human being, you putting intentions into your coffee, into your shower, into your journaling, whatever it is, you're going to create magic. That's what I think. Yeah. You're setting the intention for manifesting like you're literally just manifesting everything right it's that's what's important about manifesting is you have that intention and you see to follow through and put in the effort that you're going to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve and it's all about intention yes I absolutely love that oh my gosh Mm -hmm. well I really loved our conversation today is there anything and anything else that you wanted to share before we kind of wrap things up and then I'll get you to tell our audience where they can connect with you I feel like I want to just share a little bit of advice and I want to say that anybody who's listening, if you are struggling to find your purpose in life, find your direction and truly feel who you are as a person, that you are supported and you have the ability to do that. And no matter what other people say, you can, it's your life, you can do whatever you desire, because whatever you desire is what's meant for you. I absolutely love that. It's so funny that you mentioned this about the desire, because I made a post last night on my Insta stories, like right before I went to bed. And I was talking about how our vision, like what it is that we want, 
it comes from within us. And we try so hard because it's just how society was formed to reach outwards and put things together to create our vision because we don't necessarily trust the intuitive nudges of what we're meant to do in our own path to create that vision, to bring that vision outwards rather than it's like bringing the vision outwards rather than trying to create it externally. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that I really love what you just shared because it again ties back into what we talked about earlier when I was just sharing, like when you do inner work and you go on this self-discovery journey and you're into the personal growth and you get to this point, if you just know who the fuck you are and it doesn't matter what anyone else says or does, you just know, like there's just like no one can take that away from you. And I think that what you're sharing is you're just really inviting people to connect with that because that's where the answers come from. Like that's where you get this, these intuitive hits. That's where you connect with the right people. Like I think it's crazy that I hosted a new moon circle last night. I actually had a conversation with one of the women in the circles who was talking about how healing and um, how healing water is. And then we just talked really? about <laughs> yeah, literally talked about this last night. And then this morning, right before we jump on into the conversation, by the way, listeners, we had no idea what we we're going to talk about because I never do that. So come into this conversation and literally the first thing I said to Elena was, oh yeah, I just signed up for this, this, this course about, you know, creating with the moon. And, and then you're like, oh my God, I love this. And we talked about it in the episode and it's just the synchronicities in the last 12 hours yes. are not by accident. Yes. I actually mentioned this to someone yesterday too. And I'm like, has anybody else noticed that there's a constant theme every single week? Because every person I talk to is going through the same things. And someone brought up the fact that we're basically looking into a mirror when we talk to other people, right? We're all like experiencing similar things because I don't know, we're looking into a mirror basically. Like we're all, I don't know, it was just the way she explained it to me just made so much sense. We're like, we're all going through similar things right now because it's just like the energetic shift of the universe. Yeah. 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 And just being connected, right? Like having that light, like you talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I really loved our conversation today. I feel like it was was so, it was so deep and like existential. And I think that's really cool. So I just want to thank you again for joining. And if you can share with our listeners, like where they can connect with you, I know you have a podcast, your website, Instagram, all the good things. And then I'll, I'll include it in the show notes. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And I am so excited to hear this thing because I, like you said, it was such a great conversation. You can find me on Instagram at elena.dechico at the Holistic Planner. And my website is www.holisticplanner.ca. And my podcast is called Out of Here. And that's basically anywhere you can listen to podcasts. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. So I just want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And there's going to be some goodies for you in the show notes. Obviously, we mentioned some books and some other things as well. So definitely check that out. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. And obviously, if you share this episode on social media, definitely tag us so that we can chat with you and just celebrate with you what you got out of it. So thank you all for listening. And I'll chat with you in the next episode.